This is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber from Compass Retirement Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Mike Graber provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Hello and welcome. Thank you for joining us on this special edition of Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. During the last quarter of 2022, uh, we were closely following uh, conversations and developments in Washington, D.C., with regard to the SECURE Act 2.0. And uh, if you recall, in 2019, uh, Congress brought us the SECURE Act, and some of uh, those provisions are just being clarified, and already we have uh, almost a total rework of that. Uh, So the Son of SECURE Act, or SECURE Act 2.0, is with us now. It is law. And sections of this will impact uh, all Americans in some way. Uh, Secure Act 2.0 is contained within the larger framework of the Consolidated Appropriations Act of 2023. And this was the uh, 4,000-plus page uh, legislation where Congress uh, borrowed and uh, committed to spending another $1.7 trillion. And uh, this was... uh, kind of positioned as needed uh, to avoid another government uh, shutdown. And as we've learned, uh, anytime legislation passes, there's a lot of other, you know, quote, stuff included that goes well beyond the primary name or purpose of the legislation, and uh, such is the case uh, here. But, uh, you know, SECURE Act 2.0 may not be the game changer that the original SECURE Act was, But uh, nonetheless, there are important elements that we need to understand, especially as we, uh, as individuals, try and maximize our uh, income uh, retirement strategies, make sure that our income lasts for our lifetimes, that we're not paying uh, unnecessary taxes. And uh, that's uh, important to be up to date on uh, legislation as it changes and impacts us that way. So today we're going to speak mostly to how the SECURE Act impacts individuals, but if you're an employer, there are some changes that I think are quite significant, and you'll want to do your research and and be up to date on that. Uh, For today's information, we're going to be looking at an article from Think Advisor. This uh, article is dated December 28th of uh, this past year, so stay tuned today as we talk about uh, these changes and how the SECURE Act 2.0 will impact us all. Before we do that, I want to just uh, put an alert out there that uh, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be announcing our spring uh, retirement income planning workshop dates and locations. Uh, We usually hold these in the Jasper and Huntingburg area, so you'll want to be listening um, as we make those uh, announcements. Uh, As always, we believe the information we share at these events uh, is important. It will help you sharpen uh, your retirement income planning. Reservations for these uh, events are required. Seating is always uh, limited uh, and high demand. And we'll talk about many of the things you hear us uh, dealing with on our show, but we'll do it uh, in more detail 
over a full hour or so of discussion, and then we follow that up over uh, uh, dinner uh, for the next hour or so with uh, questions uh, and answers. And uh, we talk about the importance of maximizing Social Security income, reducing taxes, uh, and, and many of the, the other uh, topics. But as I said, again, in more detail. So you'll want to be uh, listening over the next couple of weeks as we make uh, these announcements. You can also check our website. We'll be posting the dates there. And we always send out a good number of uh, direct uh, in, invitations uh, in the mail. But now it's time to bring in Tony Shore. Uh, Tony, uh, as always, uh, we're happy that you're with us. You know, 2023 is in uh, full swing, and we've got a lot of information to uh, share today with our listeners as uh, the SECURE Act 2.0 is now law, and we want to make sure that we have people up to date with uh, the most significant changes. Yeah, and I've been hearing some about this uh, SECURE Act 2.0 and it is going to affect people and their retirement. And so I think that's key that uh, people understand what's going on. I'm glad you're going to let us know uh, what changes the, that are coming down the line from this and how it's going to affect our listeners out there. Yeah, I, you know, one thing's for sure, nothing stays the same, right? I mean, <laughs> it seems like... That's true. That's true. Yeah, I mean, when politicians are involved especially, but... I think there are several positives in the new law from what I've heard, and I'm eager to hear your take on this and uh, what you think. I know how important uh, you feel it is for everybody saving for retirement to stay up to date, and you work hard to stay up to date so your clients uh, can really have the latest information. And I, I think when we're dealing with legislation that impacts their income, that's even bigger. That's huge. So where do you want to begin with this topic today? Well, the first thing I want our listeners to know is that uh, provisions in the SECURE Act, uh, there's several different sections and different uh, sections take uh, effect at different times. Some of these will not be fully uh, uh, in place for up to uh, 10 years. So as we talk about these, just keep that in mind that uh, some of these things take uh, uh, effect immediately. Some of these might be in uh, 2024 and some of these provisions in 2023. But if you know what's on the horizon, we think uh, you can be best positioned to take advantage of these. But let's start right off by talking about uh, changes to required minimum distributions, or RMDs. Uh, required minimum distributions uh, must be taken from your IRA or other similar types of accounts by certain ages as mandated by uh, Congress in these laws. And kind of as a, a review, under SECURE Act 1 that came to us in 2019, that requirement said that we must take that first RMD in the year in which we turn age 72 in the new legislation that was just passed. Eventually, the starting age for required minimum distributions will be age 75, and that uh, will happen all the way out in 2020. Or I'm sorry, in 2033. But uh, there's kind of two steps in, in this new rule. Beginning this year, 2023, the start age for your RMD is changed from age 72 to age 73. That's an important note. And then, as I said, uh, by the time 2033 gets here, the RMD will be uh, age 75. So if you have not yet 
been required to start your RMD, you will follow these new rules that are just taking uh, effect. Now, I want to make sure that we're clear on this. If you turned age 72 last year in 2022 or earlier uh, with the old 70 and a half rule, you have to continue uh, the RMDs as scheduled under the rules at that time. But if you're turning 72 this year in 2023 and you're planning to take your RMD, uh, you might want to reconsider your withdrawal plan strategy. Um, you know, if, if you have questions about when uh, you have to start the RMD, uh, give me a call at 812-787-0809, and let's make sure uh, that you understand when you have to take that first distribution. And, you know, how you approach your uh distributions on your IRAs or, you know, your other qualified accounts, it's really important. And it, it has everything to do with uh, having a well thought out tax strategy for the distribution of your retirement savings, as well as, you know, fitting together the different pieces of uh, your income plan. There's also a change uh, to the, uh, the penalty uh, phase on uh, missed RMDs. In the past, if you failed to take your required minimum distribution from your IRA on time, there was a 50% penalty on the amount not taken. Under the new legislation, that's going to be reduced down to 25%. And there's also an allowance that if you take corrective action immediately, that penalty can be reduced down to 10%. But it's best not to miss the RMD to begin with. Uh, not find yourself in a position where you have to file a waiver. And uh, I think that, uh, again, just uh, if you have a well-thought-through retirement income plan, you won't be in a position of perhaps missing uh, your RMD and exposing yourselves to these uh, penalties. If all of this sounds uh, a little bit complicated, and I would say, yes, it can be a little bit complicated, uh, please give me a call and uh, let's work together and make sure that your RMD strategy uh, is up to date with these new uh, rules that have come to us uh, under Secure Act 2.0. My number again is 812-787-0809. All right. Well, you know, this is this is a great topic because I know that a lot is going to change and there are a lot of rules and caveats in these laws, a lot to keep track of here. So, I'm happy to see that Congress is actually giving the retirement saver uh, more flexibility, right? I mean, prior to this, RMDs began at the age 70 and a half, and then they increased it to 72 under the first SECURE Act. Now, with 2.0, RMDs uh, will begin in uh, 2033. Uh, it'll go up to 75, and this year it went up to 73, right? So. I know there are more sections of the Secure Act 2.0 you want to talk about. Uh, so, what do you want to cover next? Well, there there is uh, a, a lot to the Secure Act 2.0 and uh, many different sections. Um, let's talk about uh, qualified longevity annuity contracts. There's some changes uh, to those. Uh, we have uh, talked about uh, this a couple QLAX, of times right? in the last two years. QLAX, yeah. that's right. QLAC, again, Qualified Longevity Annuity Contracts. And, and for some folks, this may be a new term. 
and we understand that, but I want to spend a little bit of time on it here today. Uh, this can be an effective planning tool for uh, someone who uh, finds themselves in a position financially where they don't need the income from their IRA. Um, and so instead of taking the forced RMD, the QLAC uh, allows you uh, to reposition some things. And then the RMD can actually be deferred all the way out to age 85. So you could go from 73 all the way to 85. Again, it's a nice uh, tool for someone who does not need the income from the IRA. And this is found, these revisions are found under Section 202 of the new SECURE Act. And what this did is it increased the dollar limit that uh, you can use in the, the QLAC. So you, in essence, you move money from your IRA to the QLAC, and then the RMD is changed from the IRA rules to uh, age 85. Uh, the limit uh, was $125,000 that could be moved, and now it's increased to $200,000. And then going forward, that will be adjusted for uh, inflation. Uh, this uh, change also uh, eliminates the 25% rule that pertain to uh, the total dollars you know, in a retirement plan being used for uh, the qualified longevity annuity contract. And again, this can be uh, a good option for retirees who want to protect against uh, longevity risk. So instead of being forced to take money out of your IRA uh, and uh, pay tax on it and uh, never again earn any money on that uh, that tax that was taken out, you can uh, you know maintain that asset, park it over in the QLAC, continue to earn growth on what would have been tax money, and it does help uh, you know provide some longevity protection there. Now I'll be the first to say that this can be a complicated area, uh, but if you find yourself nearing a forced required minimum distribution that you don't really need. I would encourage you, you know, don't just sit there and pay the tax. Uh, give us a call, and we may be able to uh, put together a better strategy for you using a qualified longevity annuity contract. So, uh, again, for more information on this and other retirement planning uh, topics, questions that you might have, call me at 812-787-0809, and I'll be happy to answer your questions. And, again, just a little note here. We want to make sure that uh, we are aware of when each of these new uh, rules phases in completely. So we're talking about a lot of different things today, but we would want to uh, do all this uh, with the understanding that some provisions come into effect fully here in 2023 and others will be fully implemented uh, in years to come. Yeah, and that's that's huge. And uh, obviously these changes uh, are serious, and I'm glad you explained what a QLAC is and and how that works. I know it can get confusing for some, and, and it's a great example, Mike, of important information that doesn't make it into the headlines. But for those who understand how to position a, a qualified longevity annuity contract within their plan, their financial plan, their retirement plan, it can be a very sound strategy from the from the way it sounds and what you've said, how you've explained it. And I know changes to employer plan contributions is also a part of Secure Act 2.0, right? That's right. You know, this is an area we, that we interests me because for those of our listeners 
uh, like myself who are still at work and still get an employer plan and employer match, uh, I'm interested to know what's changed here. That's right. You know, we, we're not going to talk too much from the employer side of things, but as a participant in your employer's, uh, let's say 401k or 403b or 457, this is something that you want to be uh, aware of. And, uh, this is uh, a change in section 604 of the secure act. And uh, what it does is it lets the employer offer employees the opportunity to designate the employer contribution as a Roth, okay? And that can be a huge uh, benefit on the, the other end. Now, we all know that contributions to a Roth um, do not reduce current taxable income, whereas you know the regular contributions to a 401k do reduce our current income for uh, us as a participant. But uh, having the opportunity for the employer to make contributions and those contributions to be designated at a Roth uh, is really uh, something that can be very beneficial over uh, the long term. Uh, you're going to have tax deferral, and then when you take the money out of the Roth, subject to the provisions, that income is not going to be subject to income taxes. And those are, I think, really strong advantages. And I think that's a good trade-off for not getting the upfront uh, tax deduction or the reduction in income that you might otherwise get in the 401k, 403b, or 457. So uh, you want to uh, you know, be watching as this provision uh, takes a uh, full effect uh, and, and keep a watch for that. And if your employer does make that uh, offer to you, I would uh, say really give that a lot of strong uh, consideration. Next up, we have an important rule change for individuals who uh, are uh, finding themselves with a terminal illness, okay? Uh, typically, if you take money out of a qualified plan, again, a 401k type plan or uh, employer-sponsored plan, if you take money out of that prior to age 59 and a half, there has been a 10% penalty on that money on top of the tax that was due for early distribution. Now under Section 326 of the SECURE Act 2.0, that 10% penalty is going to be waived for individuals who uh, the doctor says uh, likely have 84 months or less to live. So uh, again, uh, waiving the 10% penalty for those that have a terminal illness. Uh, I'm glad that, that Congress is uh, showing some compassion here uh, and that they've made uh, this change. And there's also a change if uh, you have been a victim of domestic uh, abuse. Now, this is a new provision that's created in the SECURE Act 2.0, and it would allow you to take up to $10,000 from your retirement savings, and again, uh, without the 10% early withdrawal penalty. Uh, again, this is a provision for victims of domestic uh, abuse. Again, another uh, good common sense uh, allowance from Congress to waive the penalty in these uh, difficult circumstances. So uh, you can find the information on this uh, domestic violence withdrawal rule in Section 314 or 314 of the new SECURE Act 2.0. So uh, some relief there, uh, not charging the 10% penalty if there's a terminal illness, 
and if there's a victim of domestic abuse. So again, make sure that uh, you follow these rules um, and inquire as to their full effective dates, but some things that we certainly want to get out on everyone's uh, radar as part of their uh, financial planning. And, And I agree with you, Mike. It's good to see Congress waive some of the penalties for both especially the terminally ill or victims uh, of abuse. There's so much in the details of this legislation. I'm glad you're covering some of the details today. Uh, What's next on your Secure Act 2.0 review? Well, let's talk about college education 529 plans, Tony. Um, This is an area uh, where over uh, the many years we've seen parents who've saved uh, money yep. for uh, their kids in 529 plans that. to help my wife fund. and I yeah yep. yeah yeah we did we did the same thing but uh, what happens if uh, the child doesn't go to college or perhaps uh, they earn right uh, a lot of uh, scholarships and things and you don't have to spend all the money that was in the 529 well uh, that has uh, created some 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 tax issues over the years, but uh, there's some changes in the Secure Act 2.0 that deal with this. Uh, this can be found under Section 126 of Secure Act 2.0, and here's what it does: it allows the owner of the 529 plan to transfer up to $35,000 from the 529 plan into a Roth individual retirement account for the benefit of the child or the student, provided the account is at least 15 years old. Now, um, the uh, account is not included uh, in taxable income of either the adult who funded the 529 or as taxable income for uh, the child or the student. And I think this is a really good uh, change. It addresses a a real-life situation that we see many, many times. So again, if you uh, have uh, found yourself as a parent with funds in a 529 plan and uh, the kids aren't going to need it for college expenses, uh, there is now a Roth uh, provision and uh, something to talk with your financial advisor about uh, helping you get that repositioned and avoiding the taxation on on those funds that are not used uh, for college expenses. Uh, But I just want to say here, if you have any questions about your retirement planning, if there's an area that you're not quite sure that you have up to date, that you have all the right answers, uh, please call me at 812-787-0809, and we'll be happy uh, to work with you. Uh, Here at Compass Retirement Advisors, we uh, have some some firm beliefs. We want to focus on eliminating unnecessary taxes on your retirement accounts. We want uh, to eliminate or minimize unnecessary risks that you're taking, fees that you're paying, and expenses within the accounts. It's uh, time to wrap up the show today, so uh, we appreciate everyone listening. Again, tune in in the next couple of weeks and listen for us as we announce the dates for our uh, upcoming spring workshops. Um, We'll uh, uh, have uh, lengthy discussions uh, over these about the many topics that we talk about here on Retirement Talk with Mike Graber, and you want to make sure you get your reservation in for that. So thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Tune in again next week, and uh, ladies, this uh, show next week is going to be especially for you as we're going to be talking about some financial planning tips directed, directed, I'm sorry, to the women of the household. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you again here next week. All right, that does it for today's episode of Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Thank you for listening to Retirement Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. 
For more information, contact Mike Graber at Compass Retirement Advisors. Call 812-787-0809 or visit them online at Compass Retirement Advisors, LLC.com. Investment advisory services provided by Creative One Wealth LLC, a registered investment advisor. Compass Retirement Advisors LLC, the Insurance Shop Inc., and Creative One Wealth LLC are unaffiliated entities. Mike Graber and Compass Retirement Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Provided content is for overview and informational purposes only and is not intended and should not be relied upon as individualized tax, legal fiduciary, or investment advice. Each individual situation will vary and opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Illustrations given are hypothetical examples and provided of illustrative purposes only. It does not represent real-life scenarios. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources, and no representation can be made to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. The information contained herein is based on our understanding of current tax law. Tax and legislative information may be subject to change and different interpretations. We recommend that you seek professional legal advice for applicability to your personal information.